four, three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fist Jug. I'm your host, Monochrome Sweatsuit. I got Brother Brown and Hobbs. Guys, what's going on? On a jug. <laughs> on a <the> jug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> a jug full of piss Like Tarzan boy You know I've never thought about it before Until this exact freeze frame But Baltimore Who is the performer of Tarzan boy You could transplant from then to now They'd fit in Look at I, it. I like that name too That's Baltim- a timeless name <laughs> Oh, who Baltimore. are you here to see? Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, that could, be a, that? that could be a number of genres in my head. That could be post-punk. That could be noise. <laughs> I I love this song unabashedly, unironically. Yeah. What's the first time yeah. you heard it? What's, what was the context? The Colgate commercial where the toothbrush was Tarzan. Oh, and, or yeah. the, and like, or the toothpaste tube was Tarzan and it was like swinging through the forest Pull on the lines. I, I oh, will. Okay. I will. Uh, I've never seen that. That sounds awesome. The <laughs> the second one that was reinforced for me that I absolutely love, and I'm happy to do all these, believe me, we're going to hit them all, is Chris Farley launching off of a palm tree in Beverly Hills Ninja. There we go. With the assistance of Baltimore. That was my first time ever <laughs> oh, hearing yeah, this song. Yeah, yeah totally. And he's trying to swing into the uh, to the headquarters or whatever yeah. he's trying to do. I forgot what that the intention was. That might have been the first time I heard that song. Oh, my God. I've been in love yeah. with it ever since because I, I love that scene so much. It is... It's what I'd call an instant classic, and there's something about that anthemic riff that the crowd wants to sing that felt appropriate for tonight because it's another completely jam-packed episode. We've got Damn. updates on uh, certain celebrities we've been watching. We have new information, and then we have a deep dive on a reality TV show that I have binged almost the entirety of to prepare a segment for tonight's episode. Okay? Okay. So... Uh, before we move on, let's track down this Beverly Hills Ninja clip, and uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, we've got Tarzan Boy. I'll see if I can get the commercial. And if not, then I will keep it moving. Oh, yeah, Colgate, then Farley? Or are we just doing Farley? Oh, Colgate, okay. It kills germs just like it always did. It fights blood and the gum disease gingivitis yes. just like it always did. Now it does one thing it never did. Introducing... Oh, it's Listerine. It's Listerine, my bad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that is awesome. So that's, for me as a kid, that's... Just a mouthwash bottle. <laughs> just swinging through the forest on a vine. <laughs> it ages pretty well. Yeah, I like that ad, honestly. They had, that's not even, like, the song. That's some, they had, they some had to remake it. Make yeah. It. <laughs> So, yeah. so they could get away with doing an in- interpolation? Yeah. Is that what the clause is exactly. to doing that? Yeah. Exactly. So let's check out Farley. We've got the Tarzan Boy clip. Listerine wanted to save yeah, some money. Dude. They didn't want to just pay the band. Well, Is Baltimore still around, do you think? I don't know, but I, I can tell you a thing that I've learned about these placements. Um, pinning on the artist and the status of them being a one-hit wonder... If they've got a good agent, a whole number of factors. It's not a single thing. But if you have a one-hit wonder, you can go to the negotiating table. Do you know how much it was to license um, in it for, I think it was Clerks 2? Kevin Smith used Q Lazarus, Goodbye Horses, oh, yeah. more than one time in the movie as a punchline. And that particular song is expensive. I think yeah. it's like to the tune of fifty or $70,000 a pop. Oh, <laughs> 140 grand on the same song. <laughs> Yikes. So I imagine this song would be similar where Baltimore is like, no, 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 no. I wrote that <laughs> hook. Show me the cash. Show me the cash. <laughs> Show me the cash. Okay, let's get it going now. Because, yeah, they, they don't they don't have the music. They going. put like Donkey Kong soundtrack before the actual swinging part starts. Then they start the Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, here we go. He gets help from Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, the security guard. Isn't that what his role is? Oh, this is great. Takes me back. (laughs) (laughs) 
Classic. <laughs> Absolutely classic. Well, that is our opener for Baltimore. Guys, we got to get into the show because it's, it's jam-packed. We can't waste another minute. It's back to BAM Watch 2023. Holy oh okay. shit. We have an update from this week that most of us are aware of already, and then we have an update from earlier today. Oh. So we have... Uh, you guys don't know about the one earlier today yet, so I'm leaving uh, that un, unrevealed. But for those unfamiliar, Bam put up a ranting threat involving uh, overdosing on drugs until he's dead at the boardwalk. I have to be careful what words I say out loud now because the algorithm searches for, like, what words you say. So I can't – I'm going to let him say the word that he said because if I say it, then YouTube doesn't want you to get full of piss. So let's hear it from Bam himself. <laughs> covered this this is an official message to anybody that cares about me whatsoever i haven't seen phoenix in two fucking months and i'm so fucking fed up i cry every day i miss him so much and i know that i have to wake up every day knowing that i probably won't get to talk to him or see him so yes Nikki drives me to fucking drink. So does my fucking mom. And so does my fucking pep-talking dad who tells me nothing but I'm a fat fucking loser, piece of shit, drug addict fucking loser. So, and my mom is a brain fucking manipulator, and my brother stole Castle Bam, and he thinks it's called Castle Jess, and then I have to listen to my mom say, Bam, you do have a house. Really, Abe? Where? Well, it's Castle Bam. Well, if I go there, then the police will come. And Naveed the shaman, my best friend, came in from fucking Persia. And <laughs> I can't what? even go show him my own property. I got to stand behind the gate. So, yeah, April, I don't have a fucking house. So I'm going to smoke crack with the bums down at the boardwalk until I'm dead unless you deliver me fucking Phoenix. Get to work, Nikki, or anybody that wants to help. Dude, imagine you're at the hotel and you're just like checking in because this is obviously in a hotel during the daytime. So he's just walking around the lobby filming this. I'm gonna go smoke crack with the bum down the boardwalk until I'm dead. And you're like, is that Bam Margera? Is that what did he just did he just say what I think he said? <laughs> One thing I noticed that like I don't know, I don't notice it a lot. And this is a great video to jump around because at any point it looks totally nuts. Um, <laughs> like when he started the video. I kind of perceived where his eyeballs were going to be because of the shape and size of these glasses. And then when I actually saw where his eyeballs were at, it kind of made me a little uncomfortable. I was like, whoa. Yeah, like the <laughs> whoa. Fibonacci sequence was off or something. Yeah, like the, just the, 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 they're very snug glasses to his face. Yeah, they are. And I will say, I don't want to laugh at uh, the things going wrong for him. That sucks for him. But what I am laughing at is that about a minute and eight seconds into an impassioned plea to see his son, the words, and my good friend Naveed the Shaman just flew in from Persia and I couldn't <laughs> even take him to Castle Bam. That is an insane statement that, like, anyone that works for CPS is, is like, underlining that and putting it in bold. Like, okay. <laughs> um, unclear train of thought Whatever here. Whatever that means. So we, we saw this pop off a few days ago. I know we were texting about it personally in the group because Bam Watch 2023, what, yes, it happens on camera during Piss Jug, but it is also a seven-day-a-week thing that occurs in our group chat. We are all eyes on Bam for the updates, and we got one earlier today, unfortunately. Um, Bam is smiling on, uh, you know, arm wrestling with a stuffed lion. We're going to watch the video. Uh I don't know if the stuffed lion is in this video, but the arm wrestling is. So, <laughs> okay. y'all weren't expecting that, were you? No, I'm, I'm so intrigued. Now. Put arm wrestling. Oh, the moisturizer. I can already First tell bam, you bam, say hello. Oh, get hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is Shay, and this is Jay. Jay, Shay. I'm, I'm Derek. I'm Shay, Jay. Are you really using two hands? <laughs> Fuck yeah, because I already know you're gonna win the one. Let me get my fucking beer. Hold on, wait. We're, we're getting. We're no, getting, we're gonna flip this table. Yeah, we're we're moving here. We got bam. And Jay. He's really got two hands it's going. tough. All right, let's go. Go, Jay, go. Got to eat. Jay, don't well, disappoint. Well, if you let's go with a second hand. Yeah, no, Jay, don't disappoint. Joel. Joy, he'll fatigue. He'll fatigue. Oh he'll fatigue. <laughs> He's laughing the whole time. <laughs> We're going down. I'm using two hands. <laughs> We're going down. I told you we were going to win. But I'm going to try my hands. <laughs> I'm using two hands. 
Bam Bamba. Oh my god. <laughs> he won! That's 20, 20 bucks, that's what I heard. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I remember. He was just talking about the shaman guy. <laughs> he cut him off. As soon as the guy heard shaman, he was like, oh, I've had enough. I can't believe that. And this is unreal. I was so happy you guys hadn't seen this yet. I thought of something when I watched this earlier that I wanted to just pitch back at you guys because. I didn't, never thought Bam Margera arm wrestling was going to be something that I was, one, going to see, or two, watch back multiple times and analyze. And in doing that, I kind of, my brain was adrift, and I got to thinking about the classic Sylvester Stallone movie, Over the Top, oh. where he's a long-haul truck driver. Hudson Hawk. He's got to win custody of his child yep. through arm wrestling tournaments. Yeah. That's how the plot of the movie goes. Oh, I'm thinking of a different movie. It's, yeah, it's a movie with Sylvester Stallone. He wins his child back through arm wrestling tournaments. <laughs> That's kind of a cool premise. It's never <laughs> it been is. done before. So my brain got to thinking, like, if Sylvester Stallone is the hero version, it's like, you know, he's winning every match to get custody back. And then I re-zoom out, and I, <laughs> and I think about Bam being in that scenario. I'm, I'm Derek. I'm Shane Jay. Oh, you're really using two hands. <laughs> Fuck yeah, because I'm... <laughs> so your dad, who you haven't seen in a while, I'm trying to get Phoenix man. He's really got two hands. Tough. I don't know how I'd feel about this being how his time was spent. If I was like, yeah, I really missed my dad, and it like cues over to the visual of what he was doing at that time, and he's got two hands arm wrestling a guy, glasses falling off. It what looks like a Still cheesecake fighting. factory. Something, yeah, oh something kind of like corporate. Um. I thought when you were explaining over the top that someone had kidnapped Sylvester Stallone's kid and he was having to arm wrestle the kidnapper for the kid back. I was like, no, that's getting a little. I think he's arm wrestling to win money, though. I don't think he's like to win it, custody it, of his it, child. It relates to get be getting the kid. Like he needs the money to so, be able yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah, so to be able to do something so that he's not like he needs to be able to prove that he can like make enough money exactly. so that he's eligible to be. Oh, like, OK. Like, gotcha. Yeah, that kind of. Exactly. Yeah. And our wrestling was the vehicle. So, that was it. do you guys want to hear the shaman one more time? I remember. Me and Wes always were like, Tell them the shaman. We're going to have the shaman. He's going to come over. I'm going to try to make it. He's got some new tattoos. Um,. Whoa! Yeah, he's uh, a what? Yeah, football bat. I don't. I I would just let everyone read that one. Okay. All right. And then underneath that, we've got what looks like bad boy, but the O and the Y are so close, it looks like bad bay. Yeah, it kind of does. Okay. Um, need my flamingo by daybreak, and that's a flamingo by a pile of shit on rollerblades. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this looks like a high school desk. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, textbook art. Yeah, um, he has a lot of new tattoos, and he's got that. Uh, you know, there he is, right there with the family. There's Phoenix. That's very sad, but this lion is the new thing in the picture that I want to. I have questions. I have really big questions, but also for the shaman. I had I once had a roommate that. Um, he tried to redefine his jawline by where his uh, beard grew in. Oh, yeah. He tried to, like... You, you told me about that guy. Yeah, so Bam is doing that with a tattoo here. Nice. Bam is tattooing down where he wants that jawline to be, and it looks like it's in Arabic, so that's also, I think, a new tattoo. So nice. since the last time we saw him, guys, that's between four to six new tattoos, without <laughs> exaggeration. So... Bam Watch 2023 continues. Um, we're going to get ready to pivot over to our next thing, guys. We we started something last week that um, <clears throat> I didn't realize in the time span of us doing the last episode, there was going to be another update. Um, we got one more celebrity real estate okay. update. Okay. Damn. Did the one sell or did the other one sell? Well, this is interesting. It's, it, it's This is in the same ballpark as the one that we talked about. This cost-wise is almost the same amount. 
This is a home that was formerly $135 million in 2018. Oh, E.T. used to own it. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck bought it this week for $60 million cash. Showed right. up with $60 million in cash and said the place is ours. Cash is king. So do you guys want to see what this place is? And E.T. is going to narrate it. You ready? Right. You said it went from 125 to 60 cash. 135. 135 to 60 <laughs> cash. 66, no big deal. Showed up with duffel bags. <laughs> <laughs> Took five days to get the money together. I can imagine. Golly. They're still married, huh? That's Jennifer right. Lopez and Ben Affleck's new $60 million mega mansion. I'm so glad they included yeah, that. Yeah, but the blocks looking a little different these days. Uh, he can't confirm the couple oh, has man. closed. Okay. Did you hear that? Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a writer strike going yeah, on. The what are they? Different these days. What, what are they going to do? There's a writer strike going on. <laughs> Whoever's editing the video is like, God damn it, just yeah. having to like scramble this out. Um, okay, so one thing I want to pause and look at right here, right away. This is supposed to be a miniature model of uh, Marie Antoinette's place. Okay. Okay. So Victorian modern. Yeah. Y- y'all know what happened to her? Mm-mm. Marie Antoinette. Yeah. No. So basically, she um, she let the the French party way too hard, and they uh, they partied and wasted money to an extreme level that led to the French Revolution, and um, they beheaded her. Yeah, they they cut her head off, and uh, one of her last words were, let them eat cake, because there was, like, so many cakes all over the (laughs) estate from the parties that were going on that the people that were coming up to chop her head off, she was just... Jay-Z was talking about? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think he said he had a, a, a lyric where he said, Marie Antoinette, baby, let them eat cake, or some yeah. shit like that, I can't remember. But, you know, the cake in Jay-Z's world is probably a little bit more fun. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> right? God. <Da-da-ts>. Man. <laughs> well, good on you, Jay-Z. This house here's Marie Antoinette model. Let's see what lives within. Escrow on a Beverly Hills property in the Wallingford Estates area. It was worth it. So, what's exactly in their plush pad? Let's break it down by the numbers. 5 acres, 46,000 square feet, 12 bedrooms, and get this, 24 bathrooms. That's Shale in doing it's the like a uh, whole voiceover. Other level. Check out the luxurious <laughs> living room, dining room, and staircase. Possibly the best part, their backyard featuring the pool of all that pools. That pool's tight. That what is can nice. I tell you? We're just the block goes ham. And for Ben, who's a big sports guy, this home is a grand slam. They've got an indoor sports complex with a basketball court, pickleball court, gym. Boxing ring and a lounge. Pickles. He's gonna smoke so many we cigarettes in there. We imagine they'll be pretty popular amongst the neighbors. Among them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, source tells ET John Mayer oh. lives nearby. I was like, oh what? yeah, oh I, I did it all now. Asked for what the I love this clip. Honestly, <laughs> I love this. Well, it was practically a steal. The property was originally listed for 135 million dollars in 2018 and relisted in May for nearly 75 million. But JLo and Ben scored it for just 60. I didn't plan any of it this way. The couple who got married <laughs> in a lavish ceremony last August has been housekeeping <laughs> several options. They chopped every through. word. Home is about where the people you love are. It doesn't matter what, you know, place you are. But so long as it's $60 million, 12 <laughs> bedrooms, 24 bathrooms on five acres, the infinity pool facing out towards a pickleball and otherwise sports complex. <laughs> Setbacks haven't stopped Benifer from enjoying the newlywed life. What's Thank the best you. part of this chapter and, and, you know, being married to Ben? There's so many things. I mean, I, I couldn't, I, you don't have enough time right now. <laughs> I'm just going to cut it there. That's the best line to just end it on. Uh, what do y'all think about that house? Let's leave Jennifer Lopez peering at you up there as we talk about this. For me, it's about the pool. Yeah. That yeah. pool's sick. It's not as extravagant. Who cares about what the inside of a house looks like, really? Like, whatever. It's They're that expensive. The house on the inside is going to be awesome. But how cool is the pool? That's what I'm talking about. Getting the pool. There's their view right there, looking <laughs> outward. Look at that pool. Pretty Which, nice. you know, be a fool. I will say this, because it's... It, it's been known to our listeners that I took a Hollywood bus tour, um, drunk and stumped. And one of the things that I noticed 
if you have a little bit of a landslide in some of these properties, you're literally going down on top of someone else's house. So I'm curious to know. It looks like they're pretty high towards the hills. So who is below them? Mm. If something goes down, what's, you know? What's the insurance like if your property gets plowed over by a property that was originally worth $135 million? Yeah, does that even cover it? <laughs> like, so, yeah, the pool, I agree with you guys, is uh, is definitely an attractive feature of this place. Um, Look at that. Mm-hmm. Pretty insane. That is awesome. Yeah, but I'll be honest. Can, can we just all say you could probably do this for $7 million in South Carolina? Yeah, <laughs> with a pool that nice too. You probably yeah. could. You probably could, yeah. but it would be off of like a sand mound. Looking at <laughs> there would yeah, be some no golf hill. course or something. There, yeah, there's no yeah. elevation because it's all flat. <laughs> yeah. So oh, is it? There's no. It's not. It's not okay. Everything's low and flat. So yeah, that's a that's a look at their house. And we would have included that last week, except that transaction just went down. So that is enough on the Ben and Jen home, Benifer. Benifer. Um, Moving on, we have a listener suggestion going on, okay? Vape Wars is a movie we were told to check out by Kevin Costner's. Shout out to Kevin Costner's. This is a demigoddess vape original series um, written, produced, and directed by Christy Oldham. Uh, the trailer's playing there on autopilot. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're going to give it an actual watch in just a moment, but let's check out the plot real quick. After the vape juice factories are shut down in a post-apocalyptic ghost town known as Disco City, a DIY manufacturer named Athena is hired to create a custom secret elixir and deliver it to a dangerous cloud chaser known as the Vape Cloud Queen. But things are not typical in this desert vortex, and staying alive soon becomes first priority. Why is it Why is it soon become first? Why is staying alive not the priority <laughs> when you're in post-apocalyptic anything? <laughs> cloud... Chaser, also cloud. So it looks like a real party already here in some of these photos. Let's let, let's get into the trailer. Let's do this. <clears throat> let's do it. Oh, the mute dad rock. <laughs> dad rocking all the way. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! That guy's toast. I bet I bet this band would open for Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. Oh Jeez. yeah. You cook the juice and make sure you exempt him. Don't call me honey. Oh god. He brought the strings in. This is my lucky day. Oh no, that was Ron, Ron Jeremy. Jeremy? Yeah, that's the weasel. <laughs> it's the weasel. Uh. You here for the cloud competition? Yep, I'm mixing and she's flying. Is this a porn? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call them cloud chasers? Because they're chasing the biggest cloud, dude. They're all they're trying just, to chase their destiny. They're blowing clouds. They but they're call ch- them cloud blowers. But they're chasing the biggest cloud, bro. That's not a chase. Well, here's the thing. There's some people that just blow clouds, bro, and there's some people that chase blowing the biggest <laughs> cloud. Which are you? <laughs> Clearly, we could tell. <laughs> so I want to see who the... Um, did you see the, the quotes come up? Like the Hollywood star Blitz said it was brilliant. I bet. And then something else said it was like a wild ride. Oh, I just want to see what those publications are. Are they joking? No, I don't think. I don't think so. That said, Amazon Direct too. Vape Wars. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't. You guys. I think this is probably gonna be pretty good. And there's a number of reasons why. One, when I see fonts like this, yeah, I can already tell. Right. When there is a headshot kill ten seconds into your trailer or thirteen seconds into your trailer. I already know you mean business, so okay. Now, the thing that I respect the most about this trailer is this doesn't look like a a group of people that don't care about each other. This literally looks like a compound of swingers. 
where one of them had a camera and an idea of something they wanted to do yeah. aside from have sex with each other. And they're like, you guys want to help me film this thing? <laughs> and this is what they did in their off time. I don't know if I got enough room on the tape, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do another sex scene tomorrow. Could you do, how long does this want to be? Can you keep it under an hour? <laughs> do you guys want to guess how long this thing is? The whole movie, you mean? An hour and 20. It's 47 minutes or 48 Ooh, okay. minutes. So your logic of, I'm hey, right. we got to te- the, the, keep the tape clear. Yeah, no. It might have played an influence. <laughs> into, they had other things to do. So I thought what might be a nice treat is what I'm going to do, because we have a still have a whole other segment to get into. Like, th- everything past Vape Wars today is the rest of the show. So what I thought would be fun to do for a few minutes is why don't we jump around sight unseen to just a scene and hit play and just see what happens. And if okay. it's boring, we'll just we'll scroll till we'll land on something wild looking. Is that cool? Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Vape Wars, let's go. Okay. You never know who you're going to meet. Best advice is keep moving. Today's mission, stay alive. (laughs) All right. Post-apocalyptic, looking for the vape juice factory. You're in the desert. We got that. Here we go. She promised me exemption. You cook the juice, I make sure you're exempt, honey. Don't call me honey. I'm gonna need supplies. They're trying to be all Tarantino with it. (laughs) Take me to Disco City. With pleasure. Oh. Y'all, the credits to this don't start until 13 minutes into it. (laughs) That's a Tarantino move. Holy! <laughs> they did the whole thing in the middle of the movie. Yeah, all of the credits. Let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> all right, let's see the end of the credits. It's Demi Goddess pictures, and then come on, don't leave us hanging. I know there's going to be at least one other visual. They rebrought. Oh, you know what? I bet this is a series, and I bet someone just compiled this. Oh. It looks, you know, like I said, a bunch of swingers that are friends. This is my lucky day. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Where are you going? Is he about to just sh- <laughs> I guess that wasn't important. She just took off Who running. the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing in my place? Holy shit, this is bad. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is bad on like a whole different level. Holy shit. <laughs> is this Burning Man? Are we just watching people film at Burning Man? And they tried to put a plot around their like B-roll footage they got? So it's a bomb, the 802 <laughs> I love the over-the-glasses look. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think the Bond woman is on heroin. Is he looking at the girls or the shrooms on I the can't, ground? It's, it's so <laughs> hard. I think to he's more excited this. about the shrooms on the ground. This is my, my oh man. This is probably what he's seeing in the his hallucination from the shrooms. I'm guessing. Was that a Daft Punk clip? Yeah. Did they just clip <laughs> Daft Punk? Okay, let's go to where he time travels. Yeah. If someone made a film like this and presented it to me and they were any older than being in 10th grade, I would stop talking to that person. <laughs> Cease communication. Or or put them on speed dial. 
It's yeah. one of the two. You got to do one or the other. Um, th- yeah, this is awful. Let's skip. Yeah, this this has to be episodes that are just stitched together. Fucking Lady Lola. Here we go. Let's have some more fun. This is called rapping. All right. Like to do this, I need a couple of sexy girls. So what do you think, ladies? Watch this. Look all the time. Some of the time. Oh, look at that. The two beautiful girls, you know? And it goes with something like this. This is my rap song. It actually was on Billboard 27 weeks. Okay, here we go. <coughs> they already started. This is great. So, R-O-M, that's who I be. For those who can't spell Rogero and me, been tweeting to the hood and made ecstasy. Dennis Hoff gave me the extra keys. So I call a polo. He called G. Let's go to the bunny ranch. One, two, three. Soon as I step up to the door, let's get fucked naked, do it on the floor. Sex young lady that I adore. But she's exhausted, I look for more. There in the jacuzzi, I find four. Thank you, Daddy Dino, that's a score. An African-American and two Jamaican. If you give it to me, girls, I'll be partaking. Just a freak of the week, there's no mistaking. See me swinging from a hammock tight to a tree. Seven hotties of the bodies all over me. I never said I was a teenage hump, but I made a lot of dough with my tree trunk. My tree trunk. <laughs> so, if your butt is round and you want to let go down, this is unbelievable. What did he say? He what? Is, he what? said Sir Mix-a-Lot let him do it. <laughs> okay. Sir holy shit. Let me go. I asked holy him. We said it was okay. Um, <laughs> I, my fucking, fucking brain is a sponge right now. Uh, do, do you guys so know what he looks like now? Who? He doesn't Sir look Mix-a-Lot? like this? This is old? Oh, Sir Mix-a-Lot or Ron Jeremy? Ron Jeremy. Oh, what does he look like now? Oh, oh, this oh. Is, is this a clip from something? This isn't for this movie? This yeah, is... no, it is. This is for this movie. So how long ago was this movie made? Years ago. Oh, Years okay. ago. Years ago. 2017, I think? Yeah, exactly. It, I saw something that said 2017. So Ron, do you guys know what happened to Ron? Yeah, he, really. got, he got jammed up. Yeah, he's like hundreds of counts of things like he's done some awful things to some people and there's receipts and if you want to see what he looks like now it is truly uh shocking if i type in ron jeremy news i bet i won't be shocked um (laughs) made a lot of money with my tree trunk um that i mean he looks like saddam hussein when they pulled him out of the ground well i want to see him without a mask on but you can't anymore you're right like the that is not what I was expecting. <clears throat> Full on Grey Wolf. You see that headline? Porn star Ron Jeremy committed to mental health facility. Oh, man. He can't even stand trial. He won't even be able to go to court because his brain's gone. Oh. So that rap we saw might have been him using the remainder of the brain. That might have been it. Like this whole rap, I hope, was those worth whole it. Line, all those lines, man. Yeah. So vape wars i'll be honest i'm really glad that i didn't check that out too much ahead of time and we just saw that and that um we're going to be able to jump into the next thing because the next thing i'm going to show you is going to feel like a step up let's rip it okay well for everyone oh wait wait i have to uh take a small break from my my plan program i thought i was going to jump right into the next thing but unfortunately I was a little mistaken. We have one other thing we have to get into that I've talked about for a while. Pisser of the week. Pisser of the week. Oh, okay. the pisser. So the here, here's big the big pisser. Here's the deal, pisser of the week. As it stands for right now, I have such an amazing volume of photos coming to me from Erotic Lemur, our friend Daniel Lucas, who is a killer musician, and he's also has a gig uh, driving a truck all across the country, and he goes everywhere every week. And I, he's a fan of Piss Jug. He listens, and he heard, I, I explained the idea of Pisser of the Week and asked, could you send us some of the bathrooms you're seeing out there? Because he's seeing more interesting bathrooms than we are on a weekly basis, like guaranteed. So I have a, I don't have everything that's been sent, but I have a good chunk of them. Do y'all want to see some bathrooms of the road? Okay. This one looks cool. It's got a nice little New Mexico, Arizona type feel. Yeah. This is, uh, that right there is soothing. Yeah. That gradient. I like that. That's nice. I'm looking at that like 
the brown part in the middle makes me think that like this bathroom was just flooded with shit at <laughs> that one many point, times <laughs> that many colors on the wall and they had to find a way to drain it all it's like moving <laughs> into a house there. and they got the ticks for how how tall the kids got but this is just how that high was the, the shit, shit that was yeah. the shit level <laughs> i appreciate how high the actual concrete block is for safety reasons i appreciate they do that because that means if you're trying to get over the stall, you are extremely tall or you're a creep. Yeah. One of the two things is happening. You probably got some hoodlum kids smoking some bowls in there. Okay. This is very 70s and also high school looking. Reminds yeah. me of like a high school. Here's our buddy right here. What's there up, he Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Daniel? He's going to be in a few of these photos. Uh, this one's nice. Yeah, I like this. It's kind of like you're at a di- like a 50s diner. Or like a rec center, like a, a YMCA pool. Classic yeah, yeah, high school, like too. That. I could see this in like old high schools. I like the tile. Um, now this explains itself, y'all. This is Going the first on one of these he came into oh, on the road. Glory hole? That is a real glory hole. Whoa! He this is, he encountered one on the road. Damn! I wish that song would play. What was that? Steel, <laughs> Steel Panther, <laughs> the glory <Sorry>. hole song. <laughs> so, this is something that I think he was on the road for quite a while before he ever encountered one of these like for real. Because he was like, yeah, I've, I've not really been seeing any of that stuff. And then when this. I'm yeah. sure when he saw this, he was like, photo, right away. I've never seen one in real life. Whew. So, chills. up next, we've got a stern warning of disorderly conduct and loitering, indecent behavior, consuming alcohol permitted. So, what's been going down in that bathroom? Prohibited. <laughs> and then no pets in the bathroom. That should be pretty obvious. Ooh, that's soothing. I kind of well, like this that one. That tile work at the top is pretty impressive. Looks like an like a upscale BP. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, with the wood ceiling, that is a nice touch. And the the hand drying deal there, the at the whatever you, you Dyson, I almost called it an Aspen. <laughs> um, now this is uh, more. This seems more jail like. Yeah, is that a right black here. toilet? A black plastic toilet seat, or yeah. is that like metal? Those are always pretty nasty. The black ones. I think that's plastic. They've always got like water spots on them, or probably yeah. not water. Probably some other kind of spots on them. Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> I love that. That one's great. That's awesome. Um, yeah, this is pr- pr- pretty good deal here. Now, this is curious. Ooh. I wanted y'all to see this. So oh, little, his and hers? Shitting kid. for two? I was thinking like a little kid could take a shit while his dad took a shit if they both had All like, right. some chicken wings with some extra spicy sauce or something. Just fucking battle shits in the Just same stall. Just shitting it out, blasting <laughs> off. No part of me feels like we're still in, like, um, a place I want to be if these are the toilets I'm encountering where there's two like this. I would immediately be like, yeah, we, we should go. I wonder if someone's tried to stand <laughs> in the middle and poop in the lower one and then pee in the and other pee. one. <laughs> that would be impressive. For everyone's sake that uses this bathroom, I hope not. I sure to God hope not. Someone's tried it. Um, this is a very okay. unique one. Is that a... What? How do you how do you use that? Is that just a prop? I think this is just a display of an okay. old toilet that was, which still seemed mm-hmm. appropriate. Because look at it; that's a nice toilet. <clears throat> look at like the inlay. Like, yeah. Look, look at that thing. Yeah, yeah. that's, really that's nice. artisanal. It really is. Oh yeah. That's. I'd be proud to have that toilet. And look at the wood. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah, green. Nice wood top. So, that one still you know factors. It may not be active service, but it's still something that did a duty. Okay. Yeah, lots of duties. <laughs> Somewhere back to the top. That was our first installment of Pisser of the Week. And um, we will continue to get more of those, and I'll have that more organized and fleshed out as they come. But thank you very much, Erotic Lemur, Centigraphs. Shout out to him. Uh, he's in a Shout band out. called Celestial Inferno. Go check out Celestial Inferno and give him a listen. All right, guys, it is time to move on to the final segment of the day, which I am very excited to get into. Um, this past week, <clears throat> it's actually been more than a week. It's been like probably two and a half weeks. I have binged uh, nine out of ten seasons of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, God. So for context, I know you guys have not seen these shows. I know you haven't. So my I'm j- aware of it. My job here tonight is to connect the dots to lead us to our focal point. All right? We have... The show is centered around a restaurant called Sir. stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant. It's in West Hollywood. It is run by Lisa Vanderpump and her husband, Ken. 
Uh, Lisa Vanderpump is uh, was on the Real Housewives show, and she might be the only Real Housewife that has a job. Uh, she opened thirty three plus restaurants all so across the real, world. This is a real restaurant you can go to. Oh yeah, it's and it's it's a nice restaurant. They are notorious for a few dishes. She has restaurants in Vegas. She has restaurants all over the place, and she's been uh, uh, she's been like considered hot forever by people that are in the LA world so the fact that she's literally a grandma's age and she looks the way that she does in this show and still has the work ethic and energy that she does I'm going to clap it out I don't think any other real housewife has it I think they would all just crumble so let's take a look through the intro credits because guys like I said I have to bridge some gaps before we arrive to our focal point or it's just not going to land let's take a listen to the intro credits from Vanderpump Rules season one, and then we'll then we'll check out the recent season because every season they update the credits because there's different people. So here we go. Well, let's start it from the top. We're going to pause here. See how few people are standing there? You got Lisa, and then you got Ken, and then you have the staff here. I'm, I'm going to illustrate everyone. I've been in the trenches on this show, everybody. Okay. Uh, you got Sheena Shea all the way over here, okay? She is a series regular still on the show. Um, I'm re- pretty much going to point out the regulars that I remember. Um, Peter, general manager, Jax Taylor, okay? Jax Taylor, real names. Uh, his, I think is uh, Bartender. He's a bartender. Knew it. Last, a real last name is uh, Couchy. His name is Jason Couchy. Open. Yeah, he, former male model that used to live with Channing Tatum. They used yeah. to be roommates, and he used to be a model for Abercrombie and all those companies. Ended up in L.A. by the time he was in his 30s to try and get acting going together in his bartender at this restaurant. Beneath him is Stassi Schroeder, who is, uh, have you ever seen the outfit of the day trend on Instagram? Mm, it's like hashtag no. OOTD that you see. On sometimes people Makes are posting exists, their clothing. Though, yeah. That's her. Okay. She did that. Uh, you got the Vanderpumps, then all of the restaurants. You have uh, Tom Sandoval, who is actually our That's focal the point. the two pumps right there in the middle. The These are the pumps. On the bottom, we got the wife. On the top, we got the hus. Yes, and the, the dogs are a fixture on the show. They are Anytime you see him, he's holding and carrying dogs. It is... Amongst all the chaos, it is a it is a welcome calm breeze. Believe me, I'm cool with that. You got Tom Sandoval over here. This is our focal point tonight, guys. This is who we're going in on. But without me having explained this, this isn't going to make sense. Uh, this is Kristen Doty hanging off of him. At this time, she was his girlfriend of many years. They had a really ugly falling out. Uh, he then started dating this woman named Ariana. We'll get into that in a minute. This is one of the investors in the restaurant, Guillermo. Kind of quiet. You don't see him that often. This is Katie Maloney down here. Now, Katie Maloney will become a, a more of an important figure in the future. Uh, we're going to skip ahead and just go to the season 10 intro credits so I can do the catch-up and then show you what's been going on with Tom Sandoval because you guys may not be aware. We're actually in week, I think, like eight or nine of Scandoval. Hashtag Scandoval has been going on all through the media like wildfire. From their falling out? From things on this show, shit has gone wild, and uh, things for real, outside of the realm of what's supposed to happen in the scripted reality world, shit has gone awful in a way that's very entertaining for all of us. So I got in the trenches so I could learn as much as possible, because we are one of the few podcasts where I have a bit of time on my hands to be able to sift through reality TV so that you guys don't have to, all right? I did it. And we're going to check out the season 10 credits and then jump into our Tom Sandoval special. Season 10, this show is a big deal now, y'all. Real big deal. The intro credits now are a way bigger deal. Um, The show used to start off at a place, Sir. This is the first place, if you see here, the sign says Schwartz and Sandys. Two of the characters on the show have broken off to do their own bar after successfully investing with the Vanderpumps to make a shitload of money. So basically, they, they were bar staff in that first clip. At this point, they are millionaires mm. because they have invested in the bar. They own 5% of some of the Vanderpump bars. Mm. So from that 5%, they got enough money to open their own bar. This is sight unseen for us. Let's look at what their intro credits look like at Schwartz and Sandy's.
Okay. <laughs> so they don't all stand together anymore. So I will have to pivot around here. Now, you have the Toms. These guys are both named Tom. This is Tom Sandoval to the left. Again, the target of tonight's investigation. To his right is Tom Schwartz, the co-owner of the bar. Okay. These guys are best friends, super bros. They lie to their girlfriends and wives to keep each other out of trouble when they cheat and do all kinds of stuff, and it makes for great television, frankly. Uh, I've got a couple highlight clips tonight where y'all are going to lose it. Um, in our next little frame they're there... They're, like, lying to their wives, and it's on TV, and then their wives are going to find out later. Oh, they all find out. All these people have no moral compass. There is no moral compass present with almost any of these people other than appearing to be a good person on camera. So watching them try to just... I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Okay, Ariana here to the left. This is Tom Sandoval's girlfriend in nine years, who he cheated on, and that's what started Scandoval, Okay. I mean, they live together. They own a $2 million property in West Hollywood together. So, like, the fact that he cheated, they actually own property, like, it's a problem. Because this show, if they get a divorce, they have to know what's, how does this show proceed? They're the main, they're some of the main people. Next to Ariana, you've got Lala Kent. You guys know about Lala Kent? Mm -hmm. Lala Kent is the former wife and mother of Randall Emmett's child. Randall Emmett is a Hollywood producer. It's produced almost 100 movies. So, like, uh, there, there's a character on Entourage based off of him. Like, he's, a, he's that well-known in Hollywood. So, next to her is Katie Maloney, Tom Schwartz's wife, but they are divorced by this point. They did not make it as a couple. This show and the bar tension brought them apart. And then we zoom over to our last group of individuals here to look at. Now, this is great. Raquel over here, I'm going to start with her. This is who Tom Sandoval had the affair with, Okay. So this is this, that it was within the friend group that the affair happened, and now all hell is broken loose. Next to her is James Kennedy, who is a DJ, who is the son of George Michael's former manager and best friend. So deep plugs in the music industry, but uh, a train wreck of a drunk. And then next to him is Sheena Shea, who wrote the hit single Good as Gold that's currently on the Uber One commercial on all of your streaming platforms. So... Without further ado, are you guys ready to get into Tom Sandoval? Because I set you up to let you know what was going on, but you have no idea sight unseen of the bullshit you're about to see. You have no clue. So let's get in. Let's go to, yeah, here we go. Let's get into some of the top dramatic moments. Now, you know how people don't normally have scuffles on reality TV? This show threw that out the window. Um... Someone's nose gets broken here, and it actually <laughs> triggers a series of surgeries throughout the remainder of the series. This guy <laughs> ends up having to get multiple surgeries on his nose. Oh, yeah. So, how? Let's let's take a look. I suggest you all do too. Come on, let's go. Jacks. Very good conversation. What do you want? Us? No, I know. I'm just I'm just wondering. Like, you don't ever like feel anything. It's that was pretty much sucker punch, like even though they were facing each other. Jax earned it. He slept with his girlfriend twice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You ever feel this? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm going to give him credit for a guy that's dressed looking like he would literally just be a waiter. That was a pretty good full body sucker punch. Yeah, he punched like down on his nose. Like, feel anything. like Okay. So that's season that's like season one or two y'all that this popped off and it's like that's that's how it started so when i saw a real punch get thrown that surmounted in a surgery a few episodes later mm -hmm. i was automatically like bravo doesn't have a handle on these people and that's part of what makes this show successful is there are outlines of how they expect these people to behave <laughs> and then when it ends up taking like a left turn or getting out of control it doesn't work against the programming yeah they they have it built in um there are several crazy moments we could sift through, and then there are a couple others that are just hilarious. Uh, let's jump to the British guy, um, who is the uh, the that DJ. Looks like the meme where the guy looks back. So, 
the I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> when, it's, when his girlfriend is like yeah. is gawking at him, he's, he's like, like got his head turned. So in this next clip, James Kennedy has been screaming at this girl upstairs about her not liking his girlfriend's pasta the day before. So you literally, by the point in time you're about to hear what you've, you're about to hear, you've already heard the word pasta about 30 times, okay? Me over. Lala. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm sorry. I told you that I ate Raquel's pasta, and that's how you come for me? What the is wrong with you? What the is wrong with you? It was a joke. Stop coming for people who have your f***ing back. I told you I had a bite of her pasta and then the whole thing was devoured oh and that's God. why you Why go is it about on. the damn pasta? Get over the damn pasta. Read between the f***ing lines. It ain't about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. Editing. I love the editing team yeah, on this show. They, they that's who job, deserves though. an award on this show because they film like all summer, usually every year, and then all this is stretched out in like eighteen episodes. So, and then they have fiery reunions where fights break out. So we'll sift a little further. This is the um, this is like a most eleven dramatic moments highlight. I can tell you from having been in the trenches on this, uh, these are not okay. Here we go. The guys go out to do a joint bachelorette bachelor party, and the theme was drag. So one of the couples was having a highly dysfunctional relationship leading up to this bachelorette thing, and this happened to boil over to a head on drag night. And you're watching Tom Sandoval try and defend his friend while he's in full drag, and they're both unbelievably drunk. And one of them— You ever feel this? The one that's in the bathroom, by the way, is also probably geeked up and does not want to be on camera because he is like— <laughs> Partied way too hard, so let's take a look. Unbelievable. Schwartz cheated on Katie. You think that's the root of the no, problem? No, that's not what no. we think. That's what Katie said. That's what you said to that's me. That's what Katie said. She's trying to act like that's what it's about. I'm not saying she's trying but to act but like. But Schwartz, Tom, you can't act she's like not, she acting. was angry before. You wouldn't propose to someone who's just angry all of the time. You don't propose to someone. He's proposing who... to somebody who gave him an ultimatum. No, no. no. Bullshit. Thank you for saying that, Tom. No, Do not Tom. say that. I'm not pulling this out of thin air. Today, I'm telling you that take that next step with me. Otherwise, I need to move on with my life. If you can't figure it out, then it's done. Nobody wants to believe it, but it's true. I mean, maybe Katie should have worked all this shit out before she pushed Schwartz into proposing to her. He f***ing loves her. He does. Otherwise, he would not have gotten down on one knee and proposed. <laughs> Don't put well. your finger in my face. I've had my finger in my face my all night. Not in your face. What are you mad about? I'm sick and tired of him get, just getting belittled and told what he needs to do all the time. Leave him the f alone. <laughs> He's a battered wife. Look at him. <laughs> Is he like taking a shit in there? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I'm shitting. Why are you doing that? I didn't take a shit, man. What are you guys talking about? God Almighty, there's, God. there's like, there's just so many good moments that could, I, I, I could show you. I'm, I'm kind of skipping around because. Uh, okay, here's something. <laughs> Every time you go to a face, it's just it's like great. Stupid. <laughs> okay. Is this from the fiery reunion? Th this next clip is going to be from one of the reunions, okay? And literally, I watched this earlier, so I know this is fresh. When Tom Sandoval, when the, skeeting, when the cheating scandal started, the facial hair that you're about to see literally became present almost like an alter ego. <laughs> so, like, you ready for some facial hair? Raquel. Hello, Andy. Hi, James. Hello, Andy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Been better. You have been better. Yeah. Something is a fuck. <laughs> mm -hmm. What's happening? Well, Raquel and I have, uh, well, do you want to say? Um, we've decided to break off the engagement. And it's been something that I've been thinking about for a while, and I think that James has noticed that my heart hasn't been fully in it. I didn't want to give up on him because he really has shown me how dedicated he is to me and the things that he's willing to do to better himself. But I feel like it's something deep within. I've been having nightmares about our wedding day, and I think that that's like a 
telltale sign that something's wrong. You broke it off? Um, we both came to the conclusion. Raquel, oh, she's such an amazing woman, and I'll tell you, she's got the <laughs> balls to put it out on the table, and as heartbreaking as it is for me... It's not about the pasta. Know. Yeah, dude, I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So Tom, the guy, the, the I mean, facial hair guy, like, he paid for their engagement down, party so while like, having an affair with that girl. Seeing, like, so so over confused the on everyone's it's name right now. Tom's the guy with the mustache, scandal. Like, yeah, so, two Toms though. There is this guy right here though. <laughs> disgusting brothers. <laughs> he he paid for their engagement and uh, while he was sleeping with her. So oh, he's man. sitting here and they're like, "Yeah, we broke the engagement off," and these people are actually shocked, and he's sitting here just silent, looking the other way, yeah. like. I yep, no big deal. To, like, really yeah. <laughs> take a step back and reflect on myself. So all those things being said, I wanted to paint the picture for you that Tom Sandoval's a lot of people hate him. He's considered a pretty shitty dude. Now, there are some people when they get into moments where the whole country hates them, where you have to lean into things that are fun for you to do. Maybe you make art. Well, for for Tom Sandoval and for all of us, uh, we're pretty lucky. Tom Sandoval, guys, he's a musician and he plays oh, a bunch shit. of instruments, um, none of them particularly well, okay? <laughs> so let's be upfront about that. That guy, James Kennedy, the British guy, so even though he's easy to poke fun at and all that, I will at least say uh, he's DAW proficient. You see him working in the show. He in, From the beginning of the series, you can tell he's getting his, his nuts and bolts down of transitioning from being a DJ to working in Ableton. And at this point in the show, he's already, like, he's working in the studio scene, and actually doing work. So Tom wanted to come to a session because he wanted to try and, hey, man, I want to come play. Well, you guys want to see how it went? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tuesday. I don't know why I think the way I do, but I think people want me to fail. Honey. Why? Why am I so... Just don't give them any reason. Don't give them any... I'm not. Reason. I'm not going to give them any reason. I am so pumped for James's DJ gig because that's my boy. When he got fired from Sir, I was really devastated. So to have him back... On the mothership? Oh, honey, it's about to go down. Let's go, we're ready. Are you ready? Play it back real quick so I can see what's going on. Uh, <laughs> play back the third one. Third was fire. Hold up, dig, dig. I better stay key. Learn from the best and the best could be me. Hold up, don't dig. Don't want to mess, so the mess is easy. You know that That's it, Every folks. time I pull out That's my music is made. Here, here we go. Here we go. Hold feelings. on. Hold on. We're rewind. <laughs> Every time I pull out my trumpet, it's an expression of my feelings. <laughs> I have this way to just lose myself in the music. <laughs> Dude, not just say that. Look at the ring. It's awesome. <laughs> Sandoval's trumpet playing reminds me of being in a pack of baby dolphins just learning to communicate for the first time. You know, like... <laughs> but I love dolphins. Dude. Yeah? I'm so excited. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah? yeah? I'm <laughs> freaking the f*** out right now. So... Obviously, do you think that the guy sitting in the corner on his cell phone was psyched on that take if he was sitting in the <laughs> corner? Literally freaking the fuck out right now. <laughs> do you want to see how that was ended up, how the end product turned out? Yeah, baby. Okay, let's check it out. The best time is to make music now because every, all these rich people are f***ing off at work. I'm not one of them. I don't need it. Hey, how's the song coming along? Tom. 
Tom brought a trumpet, so we're going to do some live instruments today. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Tom. Here's the thing with, with trumpet. Like, I used to know when I played regularly, like, where to tune my trumpet, because I knew my amateur really well. Right. Trumpet amateur is how you place your lips on the mouthpiece. My amateur is lacking these days because I don't play trumpet on a regular basis. It was much better in high school when I was in marching band. <laughs> Let me see. Let me hear it. Oh my god, what is that? Is that me? Yeah. Listen, it sounded scary for me as well, you know? But listen, I put it into my audio rack with some reverb, some EQ lines, <laughs> some really sexy things. Check it out. So now it's usable. <laughs> it's still an authentic instrument sound. Like, it's like almost like it's real. Okay. Except it doesn't suck quite as much. It's flat. The whole, all of those yeah, are flat. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he hates it. They both um, hate it. It sounds like it's synthesized. So why even have me come in and play at all? And then, yeah, you I'm couldn't really, I'm play really in key. Sound Chris. Well, you're rapping, so you don't have to like be in key. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> so neither do you, apparently. Yeah. You guys, this saga is unfolding, and he's laughing all the way to the bank. We're the last thing we're gonna go out on tonight is we're gonna take a little bit of uh, a look at his promo video for his band that's currently on the road. Tom Sandoval and the most extras. All this being said, Tom, if you need a guitar player, I am happy to step in for any gigs where someone cancels. He pays his band incredibly well. That's the rumor. Is that the band is like overpaid so that like they hate Monder Pump sweatsuit. So hey, uh Tom Sandoval putting the all call out there. I'm not turned off by Scandoval. I'll still work with you. Um <laughs> you guys want to check out the the most extras and we'll get out of here? All right, here we go. Now he's bringing his cover band to the stage. I was gonna say that. I'm Tom Sandoval. It's my absolute honor to introduce you to the most extras. Can he do it? <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> he hit it. Sax player looks like Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave. I'm trying to envision you on the stage here with like one of those Hawaiian shirts unbuttoned with no undershirt. Had to be happy to do it. Give me a Figaro chain. <laughs> happy to. Um, well, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we will keep everyone updated on the Scandaval events. Um, this is, there's still one more week left in the Vanderpump reunion where all hell's going to break loose. And are they getting divorced? Guys, we don't know. But if Tom uh, Sandoval and the most extras come to Atlanta, I'm going to review a show. Throw a demo and hopefully give him some piss jug merch. Um, we're going to get out of here on Tom Sandoval. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Piss Army. <laughs>